time to do it again. We're going live. And we want you to be a part of it. This time, we're going to be at Southbrook. And we're going to be talking to the incomparable Bill Rettelmeyer. And he's going to tell the story of Southbrook in his own words. We're going to get a chance to taste some wines. And it's going to be a great afternoon. It's going to be an epic two guys talking live. Check out our Facebook group, our Twitter feed, or you can go to andrewinereview.ca or michaelpinkuswinereview.com to click the link to get tickets to this great event. It's going to be April the 7th, 2018, Saturday, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Or later, if Bill talks long. That's Bill. You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Hello, Andre. Hey, Michael. You know, uh, I don't know if our listeners know this, but I, I did post it on our Facebook page. Uh, I didn't I didn't put it through our uh, Twitter account, but I did put it on our Facebook page. And uh, you had a real life and death situation happen in your life. Yeah. Um, my apartment building nearly burned down this week. Yeah. So that's one why our podcast was a little late. We posted it uh, Wednesday uh, last week when we usually post Tuesday. Um, because you, you are actually, uh, people probably know this, that you are the, the actual producer. So most <laughs> things get recorded at your end, unless you're away. Uh, and then you edit and it happened on the Monday night, just after we recorded. So well, you were and, out and of your, out of your building for a, a few days. And it was one of those things too, where I, I usually mix and edit the podcast the day we record it, but I had, uh, forgotten about it and then i kind of set a reminder which is like oh, okay i just need to hit save and upload it in the next morning but um at 12 30 at midnight like right after midnight the fire alarm went off in my building and uh i had to get out so i i jokingly posted something to you yeah um and it turns out you actually had done it so let me let me set up the scenario i guess a lot of us talk about your desert island wine. What's your desert island wine? You always hear that, and people say, "Oh, I want to take champagne, or or I or I take Syrah, or I'd always take Chardonnay." But you actually had a desert island scenario. You had no idea if you were ever going back into your building again. You didn't know if you were going to lose everything that was in <laughs> your apartment. And for the record, your apartment—it's uh, your apartment—is yes. okay. Yeah, I will. Okay-ish. I still have no hot water and heat, but there's a lot of people in this building that have it much worse. And you know what? I guess just full disclosure so I can get into the story a, a, a little bit. Um, it, it was the moment that the fire broke out. It was terrifying because I could see the flames. There's a patio that separates my part of the building and the part of the building where the uh, actual fire broke out. Um, but... The Desert Island thing gets a lot less funny when you actually go through it because in the moment, I didn't think to grab any wine. I've had a few people joke with me about, oh, what, what wines did you grab, blah, blah, blah. And it was just that's like... What, that's what I wrote. I wrote to you what fi what wines go with uh, a burning building. Yeah, and I mean, and, I've, and I had like Dean Tudor who, who messaged me asking me if my surviving wines all have a nice uh, smoke aroma to it. That being said, I drink a lot of Chardonnay that spends some time in oak. So yeah, there's definitely... There's definitely some smoke going in it, but uh, not 
not as a result of the fire. My apartment was largely untouched, but when we originally evacuated the building, it was um, get up and go, get the get the pets. Everyone has heard Henry on this podcast, my uh, my beloved Beagle Cross. Uh, we have two cats, Stella and Francoise, and all five of us got out of the building safely, and that was that was the priority. But you did grab wine. Well, this is you did have di- time. This is the full you disclosure had that part. This is the full desert disclosure part. island moment <laughs> where you could actually grab wine, and you bought, and it and and it's amazing how quickly when I texted you. The next morning, and I said, you know what, uh, jokingly, you know, big smile on my face, because I figure if you've gone through a fire, maybe you need a few jokes. Yeah. Maybe not right away, but but, but you well, need the, the point, a little bit of levity. The point that I make, the point that I'm making is, uh, just in the interest of full disclosure and interest, so that people don't think I'm nuts. The uh, Toronto, the emergency services let us back into apartment at 3 a.m. when the fire was out to grab a few things for the night. So I grabbed enough clothing oh, for so two you didn't, days. Okay, so you didn't run out with cat under one arm and bag of wine in another. No, and okay. to be honest, okay. I'm, I'm almost grateful for that because it did. It, it does feel reassuring to know that my priorities are in order. <laughs> but I went back in and I knew we would need a drink. So I grabbed um, three, bottles of Chardonnay, three bottles of Chardonnay. Okay. And one bottle of Cabernet Franc. All right. So and that's, uh, what we, I and guess, that's what we drank I guess that night. what are your – so you didn't know how long you'd be out of the building for. No. So what, are, what were your Desert Island or Whitby Island wines, as the case was? <laughs> it was uh, 2016 Back 10 Cellars. Uh, start from scratch Chardonnay. It is uh, 2014 Civility Unfiltered Chardonnay from 16 Mile. It is uh, 2027 Cellars Foxcroft Vineyard Chardonnay. I can't remember the vintage. Okay. And uh, the Boutique Vineyard Cabernet Franc from Vineland that uh, Brian put the, the horsey label on. And did you um, did you drink them all? Yeah. Okay, so all of them, all of them are now are now finished. And you were happy with those choices? Yeah, very much so. And I mean, it's sort of a weird feeling because um, I didn't sleep that night. Like we we got out of the house at twelve thirty. We were on the street, essentially watching the um, the emergency services work until three a.m. Then things sort of settled down a bit, and we went to Whitby to stay at my uh, my parents in law's house. And at four a.m. is when we started drinking. So kind of in that gray area of just after last call, but socially unacceptable to open for breakfast. So I think we were, I think we were okay. No, so that's so it's interesting that um, of your collection because the whole idea of a um, desert island wine assumes that you have an unlimited supply of wine coming to you on a desert island. And I've, you know, I I'm a I am an Ontario wine fan, but I've always said to myself or said to others, I would always go with um, uh, Rhone Valley Reds because uh, they're uh, inexpensive and whoever is sending me these wines can continue to afford them because, you know, sooner or later I'm figuring my guy will run out of money if he's uh, if he's sending me champagne. But uh, you actually had that that very situation. So it's really interesting. So I, I think it's inter- it's it's interesting right now to throw out to people, imagine you're running out of a building or allowed, as Andre was, to go back in and save a few things. Uh, your family's already safe. So now you can run in and grab, you know, clothes. you got 10 minutes. What wines do you grab? you got 10 minutes out of your own personal cellar. Nobody's sending you stuff to a desert island. 
What are you going to grab out of your cellar? I think that's a, a great little thing to pose either on Twitter uh, or on Facebook this week, and I, I think we'll yeah, do that. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's um, I guess just sort of to really help create the mindset if you're doing if you're doing this because it's 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 fun to kind of think of like, you know, if you have access to anything, if you had access to anything, um, you know, in the moment because I do I don't have any I don't have any Premier Grand Cru Bordeaux in this house, but I have some really nice bottles from trips to California to Washington state to Oregon. Like I've got some good shit in this house, but I mean, in the moment I, I honestly grabbed what was, what was accessible. And um, I mean, if we're talking about the desert Island, when I was in a crisis, it was Chardonnay. So it was a great variety that you, you went towards instead of, you know, certain bottles. Well, you're talking about, about Rhone, like your Rhone Valley, right? Like, I mean, Rhone Valley reds, just be, I, I get, I get pragmatic about it because I'm thinking, look, if the guy can pick them up for, you know, 10, $15 a bottle, then that, that wine keeps on coming, right? If the airdrop keeps on falling. If I'm talking about champagne, that's $75 a bottle that sooner or later dries up. The guy doesn't have unlimited funds. Yeah. Well, you're thinking too pragmatically. I'm just assuming yeah, that they're well, up by magic. I, well, I, I want I want to be able to survive. <laughs> but but yeah. you actually had a desert island moment, and you had whatever ten minutes to go in get whatever you you wanted to. And it's interesting the the choices you had. So the 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 question I'm I'm putting out to our listeners is: you got ten minutes to run back into your building. You got to pack a bag of clothes. You got to get some essentials. Obviously, your toothbrush, toothpaste, blah blah blah, and. Now, you probably have two minutes left. They're all yelling at you. Come on, everybody get out. We don't know how the, or the integrity of the building. What are you grabbing as your, let's say, top three bottles yep. to, to rescue from your cellar, not knowing if you'll ever get back to your cellar again? Yeah, that's it. I think you've got this covered pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, I know that you got my wife thinking about not what bottles she'd go, but she's, you know, thinking about... Uh, fires, because we've, we've sat down and, and, and we had a chance to talk about, you know, your situation. And uh, the last uh, couple of days, she's been going, wow, I just can't imagine it. I just can't imagine it. And it's it's really hard to think about the situation you were in. You know, people always give you these nightmare scenarios, but you actually went through it. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm glad you're still around, Andre. Thank you. Uh you know, it's um, I, I appreciate everyone who has reached out to offer support, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of the people who have even listened to this podcast, and I, I appreciate that as well. But we really lucked out. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people in, in my building, and we built a little community here. I, I know we don't talk about the the studio, the the Toronto studio, in sort of, t of terms of like of this being my my home. But we built a, a, a community here, and um, it's really sad to see it just sort of crushed like this. And hopefully we'll be able to rebuild, but um, a lot of the units are, are uninhabitable. Uh, even today, like, they've started demolition on the common areas just to see how bad the damage is. And, uh, yeah, we, we lucked out. And uh, so you uh, aren't, aren't going to be smoking this uh Smoking meat, I mean, this uh, this summer. I don't know. We'll see. I might lose my patio. I might not. I'm going to try to fight with the people today to, to smoke some meats today. Almost ironic to start a smoking machine when 
whole house was smells like smoke. smoke. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to, I know. Uh, we try you to, know what, you Andre? Know what? I, I still can't I do it. You, what is that thing? The uh, the subscribe thing you do? Oh uh, yeah, you know I appreciate that we try to take a lighter tone to this. Uh, I, I have a feeling we're going to be re referencing the fire probably for many months to come, but we're okay. We're okay. okay. Um, All right, so if you, you want to subscribe to this thing, what do you do? I go to iTunes. I go to iTunes, subscribe, uh, leave a comment, angry emails to Michael. Um, About fire and, and, and inappropriate <laughs> comments. Sure, what the heck. Inappropriate jokes, whatever. No, I think we got this under control. And um, follow me, AndreWineReview.ca. Uh, I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. And as always... Good night. Good night. Don't smoke in bed. I did it first. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.